Welcome back to Big Lezzers League in all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be talking some origin. We're going to be talking about the two teams that I think are going to be named, or at least the two two teams that I would name going into this origin series. Obviously, it is the month of origin, the month of May. Uh, so we'll be talking all things origin, at least for the next few weeks. Now, uh, we'll start off with the Blues. Obviously, the team that I go for, the team where I am based, New South Wales, the best of the best. Um, and look, we've got a pretty solid squad this year. I mean, you know, obviously, there are a few concerns, a few injuries that could obviously, um, you know, maybe downgrade our team a little bit. But all in all, I think we have a pretty solid lineup. If this lineup does get picked, going out there in game one. So I'll obviously name the obvious one being James Tedesco at fullback. Uh, he's definitely got to be there. The incumbent now, uh, I think he definitely gets the jersey. Uh, in terms of the wingers now, look, obviously one of the obvious ones would be Brian Toto. He's been in form at the moment. Um, you know, obviously I was sort of expecting a little bit more. I was obviously overlooking him a little bit in terms of the X factor and the brilliance, but he comes out week in, week out, runs for 200 meters, uh, you know, tops the team's count of post-contact meters as well. And, um, you know, he really gets this his side on the go forward when they need it the most. So I think that he would almost be an incumbent now. Uh, in terms of the other winger, let's go through some of the options and then I'll go through who I've got in that winger spot. Obviously, the other day I picked Joseph Suwali in on the wing for this Blues team. Uh, there's obviously some issues with him and the Roosters at the moment, some rumors, I should say. There's not many issues. Nick Politis has come out and pretty much denied everything. Uh, but obviously, there are some rumors that he could be going to uh, rugby a little bit earlier, which sort of makes people go a bit against him even more. They're already against him pretty much uh, in terms of what I've read, sorry, a bit of a hiccup there. But in terms of what I've read, they're already pretty against him um, being in this blue side due to the fact that he is going to rugby in two years. You want to build for the future. Uh, but, you know, you look through the list of guys in terms of their depth, there isn't many guys that come to mind. I mean, you've got Joseph Suwali, you've got Joshua Okaha. We don't even know if is playing or not. Daniel Tupo's injured. He's done his hamstring. Um, Ruben Garrick's a shout. I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, Stephen Crichton obviously came in for Origin uh, last year. He didn't do too well, uh, but, you know, obviously it's one game. I mean, you can't really judge a guy from one game. So I don't mind if they put put him on the wing. And, you know, obviously if Freddie's down the same mindset of obviously Suwali's going to rugby, so he's not going to be one of the guys we're picking over the next few years, you could see him go with Stephen Crichton. I think that's a definitely a likely option there for the wing. Uh, Campbell Graham, obviously, uh, I've got him at centre. We'll talk about that in a second, but, um, you know, he's one of the options for the wing as well if you want to go for someone a little bit different in the centres. Uh, yeah, as I said, Ruben Garrick is an option for sure. He's played some good football for Manly. Um, you know, I think that he's been great every week, running over 100 metres and doing what he should be doing, doing his job. And you get a bit of consistency out of Ruben Garrick as well. Just haven't seen him in the Origin arena. And, you know, not many people are throwing his name around in the Origin conversation. But I think that he's a proven premier winger. I think that he could get the job done if he was selected. 
Uh, Alex Johnston's another one, but I just don't think that he'll play uh, in this side. But, you know, keep an eye out on Alex Johnston because we have seen some wild cards before. In terms of who I've gone with, sorry, for this team, I've gone with Joseph Suwali. Look, I know he's going to Union, but you pick the form team. I'm a believer of you pick the 14, uh, form team, sorry, you know, not just incumbents, not just obviously, you know, combinations. Combinations definitely come into it. Uh, and obviously that's why I've gone with two centers from South, a hooker from South, and obviously Cameron Murray there in the back row. We'll talk about that in a second. Pretty much giving away most of the team. Shouldn't really have done that. But anyway, uh, I like Joseph Suwali on the wing. I just do. And obviously he hasn't been in form over the past few weeks. But again, you look through the list of guys uh, that could come in, and there's not many names on that list. Obviously, Josh Adokar's 50-50. I'll tell you what, if Josh Adokar's fit, he's there. If he's not fit, I'm picking Joseph Suwali. Joseph is definitely in the squad for me, um, but if Josh Adokar is fit and he's playing good football when he does come back this weekend, then he is. Pick- I'm, I'm probably going to pick him in my side. I think they lacked a bit of Josh Adokar last year. And I think he definitely is one of those guys that I'd be having in my team. So Joshua Dekar, uh would be the one that I'm picking there on that right wing. But, you know, if he's not fit or if he doesn't come back to full form from that early return of a syndesmosis injury, I'm probably going to pick Joseph Suwali. So either Joshua Dekar or Suwali there, it's not really set in stone. But look, if one, if Joshua Dekar isn't fit, I'm going with Suwali. But the main option there is Joshua Dekar. In terms of the centers, I'd probably go Latrell Mitchell. I think, again, incumbent. We talk about incumbents, Tedesco, Toto, and I think Latrell Mitchell is one of those guys in that left center spot. Obviously, ruled himself out last year to focus on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, but, look, I think if he's playing this year, he's there. I would hate to see him rule himself rule himself out again this year. Um, you know, they are lacking a bit of depth there, and they're probably going to have to go with Katoni Staggs or Stephen Crichton if he is out. Um, but, look, I think that I would have to go with Latrell Mitchell here. Look, if Tom Travojevic is fit, and this is a big discussion, there, you know, that he'd probably go into that left-center spot. You'd push Campbell Graham out to the right wing. Um, <clears throat> but I just think that he won't be fit, and he doesn't look confident in his playing style. It's up to him at the end of the day, I think, as... Guru said in a podcast as well, I think that Freddie will sort of talk to him and say, hey, you know, are you ready to play in this role? Are you ready to play in this jersey? And I think that will be Turbo's decision at decision at the end of the day. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I'd have to go with Campbell Graham anyway. If I'm picking this side today, I'm probably going to have to go with Campbell Graham. I also like him at left center. I think that he's had it been in better form than Turbo regardless this season, even though Turbo has been injured. And it's pretty unfair to say that just quietly. I probably will go with Campbell Graham regardless. Uh, and I haven't really got Tom Travojevic there on the list that I've got here. So, um, look, Campbell Graham is my right center. Latrell Mitchell is my left center. That's how I'm going to keep it. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, that right wing spot is really tripping me out, whether it's Adokar or Suwali, but I'll have to pick um, sooner rather than later. Look, gun to head for me. If Adokar's fit, he gets the job. If he's not fit, Suwali. Um, in terms of the halves, now this has been a big debate as well. Obviously, who will get uh, the halves, Jobs, Nico Hines or Jerome Luai? I've got Nico Hines been playing better football. I think that, you know, if you're building a team for the future, Nico Hines is the future, only going to be playing for the next few years. People don't realize Nico Hines, 28, I believe, years old. I believe Nico Hines is 28 years old. So he's not as young as people think. He's not the fresh kid off the block. 
He's 28 years old, so or 26 years old. Sorry, Jesus Christ, I uh, uh, added a few years onto that one. But uh, he's 26 years old. He's not as young as people think he is, but he will be the future. He will be the future. He's only two or three years older than Nathan Cleary. So, um, yeah, I think that he will get the job, Nico Hines, after that waffle. Uh, and Nathan Cleary will get the job at halfback. Nathan Cleary is the incumbent. This is his team. He will take that job. So Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines will be in the halves for me. Nico Hines in better form at the moment than Jerome Luai. And I mean, look, I guess Jerome Luai does get overlooked a little bit being in that Penrith Panthers side next to Nathan Cleary, who's doing amazing things week in, week out. And you, you really overlook Jerome Luai. But particularly when Penrith have been struggling, Jerome Luai hasn't been the guy to get them out of that. It's been Nathan Cleary, so I just don't think uh, Jerome Luai is it this year. I think Nico Hines is the number six going into this Origin Series, or at least for game one. We'll see how Nico Hines goes, uh, but he is my number six. People go, you know, put him at the 14, but I think, to be honest, and I, I like the argument of him being at the 14 because he covers a lot of positions. He can cover fullback, center, winger, 5'8", halfback, hooker, he can go into a roaming 13 sort of role. There are advantages of having Nico Hines in the 14 jersey, and I think Freddie will definitely think about that. But I think that Nico Hines has to play six. And as I said, building for the future, I think this is going to be the future halves pairing. Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary in the halves. Payne Haas, Junior Polo in the front row. I mean, Payne Haas has been fantastic, and I would even say that he's an incumbent in this team. Look, as for Junior Polo, I think that, you know, I'd probably start him on the bench for impact because he's really good at that impact sort of role off the bench. At the same time, you know, he's fantastic in the front row starting and he plays big fucking minutes. He usually plays 50 to 60 minutes per game. So he's one of those big minute front rowers as well, which is very advantageous when you're talking about this New South Wales team. I've got him in the starting front row just with how this side is structured. I've got an exact bench as well. I've picked the full 17 as I do usually every week or every second week. I try to get one out every single week. But this will be the final one. I'll post this one tomorrow and this will be the final one, um, you know, until the sides get named for Origin 1, which which should be in the next few weeks as well, which I'm very excited about. Um, But yeah, at the moment for me, and this being the last New South Wales team I'm putting out, I had to put a bit of extra thought into this one. I'm probably going to go Payne Haas and Junior Paolo. And, and by the way, the bench is very unorthodox and it's a bench where people would go, holy fucking shit, you've lost your mind. But I'll explain it in a second. And, and yeah, as I said, giving this side away too fucking easily. Um, Payne Haas and Junior Paolo in the front row. I think that's the best front row you could possibly possibly go for. And, you know, people are saying, you know, you need size off the bench for this New South Wales and Queensland teams. I, I totally understand that. Um, but, you know, as I said, Junior Polo, big minutes. Payne Haas, big minutes. They play 50 to 60 minutes in normal football. I guarantee you they're going to play at least 40, 50 minutes in this Origin game as well. So they're going to play big minutes, and it sort of gives me a bit of leniency off the bench. Uh, In terms of my nine, as I said before, I'm going to go for Damian Cook. I think that he is the guy. Um, I think that you know, we obviously got to pick from him, Apicorosau uh, and Reese Robson. Apicorosau's just started to come into form from the West Tigers. Obviously, they're starting to find a little bit of success, starting to win games. So he's definitely a guy I could think about. You've also got Reese Robson. I've been a little bit disappointed with Reese Robson this season. I thought he was going to reach a ceiling that he just hasn't touched yet, but I feel like he could get there for sure over the next few games if the Cowboys start winning games. He certainly looked okay against the Roosters. But I do want to, you know, see the next few weeks if he can step up and go to that next level because I think that if he wants a shot 
in this New South Wales squad like he did last year, or maybe even in the starting 17. He's going to have to step up a little bit. Um, so, yeah, look, just watch him over the next few weeks. He might step up his game just a little bit and push for a spot in the squad. I've got Damian Cook, though. I think... You know, you've got a team like South Sydney who's on a bit of a winning streak themselves, who's playing some good football right now. They've beaten both Penrith and Melbourne, which sort of makes you think that they're on a pretty decent trajectory going into this year as well. And this is not me talking from a biased South supporter, you know, sort of standpoint. This is me talking from, uh, this team looks fucking unbelievable at the moment and they could do great things over the next few weeks uh, type of standpoint there. And Damien Cook, a big part of that as well. You know, I think that you've got to pick Damien Cook here. I would have even said two years ago he's an incumbent and obviously they picked Abby Coruscant over him, which sort of made me scratch my head a little bit. But Abby Coruscant was great. He was playing for the Penrith Panthers. Panthers were winning games. You want to go and pick, pick combinations. And I think Brad Fittler is very combinations, whereas I'm sort of, you know, more in, inclined to go off form. But I've certainly had to think of combinations, and I'm going with more of a South Sydney-based combination-style team uh, when, you, when you're picking this Origin side, and I think Damien Cook is a big part of that in the number nine jersey. I don't even think Abby Coruscant makes the 17. I'm not sure they're going to go for the two-hooker um, rotation there. Could definitely do so. I think that, um, you know, Freddie Fittler is one of those guys who loves a two-hooker, one-two punch, but I just think that you can get 80 minutes out of Damien Cook. Why don't you put someone on the bench who is just going to provide an ultimate spark rather than just a number nine? Uh, so Damien Cook is at nine for me. I've got Cameron Murray on the edge. Yes, there's an argument for him to come into the middle. I just think that, you know, he's played on the edge in previous years. Stick him on the edge to be safe in game one. Doesn't work in game one. Put him on the bench for sure for game two and have him coming through the middle. I don't mind if he starts on the edge and moves into the middle for maybe 40, 50 minutes. You know, plays maybe 20 minutes uh, on an edge and go 40 minutes you know, in the middle. I don't mind that sort of rotation there for Cameron Murray, um, but I think I certainly have him starting on the edge just with how this side is shaped. Um now, obviously, Keon Kalomatungi is injured. He hasn't been playing the past few weeks. I don't know if he's going to be available for Origin. Um, you know, I'm going down the sort of scenario where he isn't, um, you know, in this Origin team. And I'm probably going to have to go for Hamole Olakawatu to start on the right edge. I'm going to go Cameron Murray on the left. And I'm going to go for Hamole Olakawatu on the right edge there for this Blues team. I love this right edge of Hamole Olakawatu, Campbell Graham, and either Suwali or Adokar. I love that combination there. Very, very dangerous. Uh, and then I think, again, and you know we're talking about incumbents in this team, Isaiah Yo. I pick him at 13. I think that he is exactly what they need there in the 13 jersey. Uh, in terms of guys coming off the bench now, as I said, this this bench is probably going to make you scratch your head a little bit, but I'm quite confident in this one. And as I said, the forwards in the front row are playing big minutes, so you can sort of have a little bit of leniency with how you want to shape this bench. And a bench, and it really sort of depends on what you're going for. Now, I've got Matt Burton at 14. People don't usually like Matt Burton at 14. He really can only come on at centre or you know in the middle or maybe in the halves. Uh, not really at hooker. You know, I wouldn't mind him at hooker. I just don't think that's where he's going to come on. As I said, you can get Damien Cook 
80 minutes out of hooker. So why wouldn't you put him somewhere else? I think he's going to come on in a roaming capacity. Uh, and, you know, those bombs are going to be deadly in origin. Got to have him there, Matt Burton. Also in form in a doggy side that is battling well and truly. Uh, he's in some pretty terrific form, Matt Burton, at the moment. So he's my 14. I've got Hudson Young coming off the bench. I don't mind him through the middle, to be honest. He's got great leg speed. He's played a bit of hooker before as well. So if there's an injury mid-game, he can come on and play nine. Um, you know, I like him going through the middle. I also like the fact that he can come onto the edge as well and you can move Olakawatu into the middle as well. I sort of like how this sort of rotation works. I'm like Olakawatu is a big body. You can move him into the middle and have Hudson Young come on on an edge. You can have Hudson Young come on in the middle and just create havoc. Love the, the fact that we can have that sort of rotation here with the edge back rowers and Hudson Young coming off the bench. Um, this guy is a bit of bit more of an experienced head. The next bloke that I'm talking about, a bit more of an experienced bloke. You know what you're going to get out of this guy week in, week out. He's been in the side before. Uh, He knows the standards as well, and he puts 110% in every single week for his club. And that's Dalfinukin. I think Dalfinukin, um, for me, and I know he's a guy I haven't been picking over the past few weeks, but as I said, I really had to sit down and think about how I was going to shape this team. Uh, and I think Dalfinukin is one of the guys I'm probably going to have in here in the number 16 jersey. Um, as I said, puts in 110% for his team every single week and very consistent. You know what you're going get to get out of Dalfinukin week in, week out. So I've got him there. Uh, and then this one's 50 are very, very 50-50 for me. Very, very 50-50. It depends on where Fitlas sits with Regan Campbell-Gillard. Obviously, and, you know, when I was having a big think about this, I've had Regan Campbell-Gillard in the side that I've been predicting for the past few weeks. But obviously, there were some issues with Regan Campbell-Gillard and Brad Fittler, um, you know, regarding the fact that apparently Brad Fittler reckons he doesn't fit the style of the Blues team. Oh, I think that's total crap, to be honest. Oh, I think that it was more of a Penrith Panthers, not really a fan of him sort of issue. There was a bit of unrest there, and ultimately he wasn't picked. Um, but, you know, depending on where he sits with Regan Campbell-Gillard, I'm more than happy to have Regan Campbell-Gillard off the bench. It's a bit more size through the middle. But another guy that can play through the middle or on an edge and have that versatility there is Angus Crichton. I've got Angus Crichton there in the number 17 jersey. I think that, uh, you know, he is a big body. He can play through the middle. We've seen him play through the middle before. He can play on an edge. It's just match fitness for me. Match fitness, match fitness, match match fitness, which is going to be the deciding factor of whether he's in this side or not. Uh, Just a reminder as well, Jake Trevojevic is injured. He will probably miss out on selection for game one. Uh, Look, Issues with Regan Campbell-Gillard. The Saifidi boys haven't really been performing too well. Not well enough for origin selection. Um, I would even have a shout of David Clemmer. I rate David Clemmer heaps, uh, you know, to be a selection, to be a smoky for this team as well. He's been fantastic. He really has for the Newcastle, uh, for the West Tigers. Sorry, he was with the Newcastle Knights, now with West Tigers. But over the past two weeks, when they've been winning games, and even when they haven't, you know, he's looked great. He has looked great through the middle for the West Tigers, and I think that he could do a fantastic job in Origin if called up. You know, an older guy as well brings a bit of experience and also a bit of mongrel, which is what I like as well. Uh, you know, I think David Clemmer could be a perfect little, uh, not little, definitely not little by any stretch, but a perfect little pod uh, to bring into this bench and to really add a bit of oomph, a bit of mongrel. Um, Spencer Lenu is a shout I've heard. I just don't know with eligibility. Obviously, Ronaldo Molotalo missed out last year and will miss out probably for the rest of his career on Queensland Maroon selection. 
Spencer Lanyu might be in the same boat. I just don't know, but we will have to wait and see on the rules and regulations behind uh, Spencer Lanyu playing in this game. But if it is available, you know, he's been one of the better bench players this season. Um, I would not mind that shout of him coming into this team. So I'll read out the Blues team before I go on to the Queensland one. Uh, James Tedesco at fullback, Brian Toto and realistically Josh Adokar, but could be Suwali on the wing there. Uh, I've got, you know, both of them in that sort of spot. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, Campbell Graham in the centers. I've got Nico Hines, Nathan Cleary in the halves, Payne Haas, Junior Polo in the front row, Damian Cook at nine, Cam Murray, Hamole Olakawatu in the back row, Isaiah Yo at 13, Matt Burton, Hudson Young, Dalfa Nukin, Angus Crichton on the bench there. David Clemmer could be a shout. Spencer Lenu could be a shout. Ryan Madison could be a shout. I just don't know how Freddie feels about Ryan Madison, uh, but he definitely is a shout. Uh, the Saifidi boys are definitely a shout if you want some size. Uh, but, you know, regarding form, I just don't know if they're it. Uh, Jordan McLean, a shout. Obviously, he was there last year, but missed out due to injury. Um, yeah, but other than that, there's not really many guys that, you know, could come in on the bench as a middle forward. They are lucky middle forwards a little bit. And speaking of teams that definitely aren't lucky middle forwards, you look on at this Queensland side, or at least predicted Queensland side, and... It was very hard to fit some guys in. I had to do some real thinking about this one. Thought it was going to be easy. Got through the back line okay. Got through the halves okay. Uh, and then I got to the forward pack and I was like, there's too many guys that you could possibly miss out on. So, um, yeah, but look, I think I've done a pretty decent job uh, in terms of picking this team. But uh, let's go through it and see if you guys agree. So the fullback for me, everyone is saying that Carlin Pong is the incumbent. But it, for me, it does count on form. We talk about incumbents, but I I rate form over incumbency in most cases. And in this case, especially when you've got a guy that hasn't played many games this year and his defense hasn't been up to standard, or at least in the in the game that he was starting at 5'8 and played the whole duration at 5'8, his defense wasn't good at all. Um, you know, oh, I really do think it's going to be tough to put Kalen Ponga at fullback. I've got Reese Walsh. I've got Reese Walsh at fullback for me for Queensland. I wouldn't be surprised if they pick Kalen Ponga. I wouldn't be fussed if they pick Kalen Ponga from a New South Wales standpoint and from a fan of rugby league standpoint either in terms of the fact that, you know, I would love to see him in this origin jersey and he has proven himself in this origin jersey, Kalen Ponga. But with regards to current form and with regards to current defense and with regards to the head knock injuries and do the Newcastle Knights, you know, want to hold him back from origin and make him play club football as you know, South Sydney did with the Troll Mitchell last year and how it's happened with many players beforehand, which will probably happen to Tom Trevojevic just quietly. Uh, you know, nothing has come out about that, but I just reckon that that's what's going to happen if Tom Trevojevic doesn't rule himself out. Um, but Reese Walsh, I've got him there. I just think that at the moment, you know, he's been in a very successful team playing in some with some really successful form. Um, you know, he's... Very similar in terms of his X-Factor compared to Kalen Ponga as well. He provides similar X-Factor. And his kicking game just outside of the goal line, you know, in his own 20 meters, is fucking fantastic. I love his kicking game. His chip and chase or his grubbers, his grubbers especially forcing goal line dropouts at fullback. 
Uh, he's got a very good short kicking game on him, Reese Walsh, which I think could come in very handy uh, against this New South Wales defense. Uh, they you know, don't generally go too well with a short kicking game, so that's something they really need to watch out for. If you're going to go for a tactical sort of pick here, I'd probably go Reese Walsh just quietly, and I think that at the moment he's the better fullback for me. Um, you know, I am speaking from a New South Wales standpoint. There's a lot of Queenslanders that would disagree and that would say that uh, Kalen Ponga is the guy to pick. Uh, but for me, right now, you're picking form. I'm picking Reese Walsh. I am a very form-orientated over incumbent-orientated type of team picker when I'm picking lineups. Uh, in terms of the wingers, I think Selwyn Cobbo has been fantastic and he proved that on the weekend as well with the few tries that he scored. Um, he was sensational against Manly. I think that he gets the jersey in the number two. I think he plays on the left wing. Uh, in terms of the right winger, I'm going to go with Murray Talagi for North Queensland. Yes, the side hasn't been too successful. They only just won a game in however many losses. But I think that Murray Talalaki provides X-Factor next to Dane Gagai. I think he could be crazy. Uh, and speaking of Dane Gagai, he's my right center. I think that combination could be very dangerous. Valentine Holmes and someone Cobbo on that left side would be even more dangerous. Valentine Holmes, you know, in a side that is struggling in the North Queensland Cowboys, he has been the shining light. He's running 240, 230 uh, meters per game. He's absolutely phenomenal. And I think in an Origin Arena, running for that that amount of meters and getting that amount of yardage will be very, very handy for Queensland. So I've got Valentine Holmes in the centers with Dane Gagai. Uh, in terms of my halves, I think it's a pretty obvious one. Cam Munster, probably one of the better halves in the competition right now. Uh, he gets the number six. Daly Cherry Evans in the seven. Look, there is a lot of conversations around Daly Cherry Evans being in the seven jersey. I think it's all rubbish. Daly Cherry Evans gets it for me. He's a fantastic number seven uh, and he's done quite well in Queensland jerseys the majority of the time. So why would you want to fix something that isn't broken and make new combinations when you don't really need to right now? Yes, two or three years down the track, it's probably going to be needed. But right now, I'm picking Daly Cherry Evans with Cameron Munster at 5'8". Uh, in terms of the front row, now, obviously, you look at this forward pack and it's very difficult to pick. Um, I think the incumbent is Christian Welsh. Obviously missed last year due, due to an ACL injury. I think he comes back. I think he starts. And I also think he's the captain of this team. I think that his leadership uh, through the forward pack from Melbourne is phenomenal. Uh, and I really like him as a captain in this side. In the front row, barking orders at the troops. I love that. He's a leader in this side regardless. Uh, and I think that he comes into this side in the front row. Now, you want a bit of mongrel to contrast with the, you know, old school sort of front rower um, and, you know, the consistent, know what you're going to get every week, Christian Welsh type front rower. And you want to go for a bit of mongrel. You want to go for a guy like Lindsay Collins to start in the front row as well there. Lindsay Collins and Christian Welsh in the front row. Uh, ben Hunt for me would be the starting nine in this team. I like Harry Grant more when he's coming off the bench. It's proven that he's better off the bench in the Queensland arena. I'm having him at 14. The hooking one-two punch has worked for them in the past. As I said, don't fix something that isn't broken. Ben Hunt at nine, Harry Grant at 14, giving away a bit of my bench there, but not too much. Again, this is probably a bench where you're going to be scratching your head a little bit, but at the same time, you're probably going to be nodding as well because you know that it's probably a bit hard to pick this forward pack orientated bench. Um, and yeah, look, I think that I'm pretty confident in this, in this decision as well. Um, and I think Titans fans might get a bit aggro. 
Uh, obviously not having Tano starting, but you'll be quite happy when you realise what I'm going for here. Um, so Collins and Welsh in the starting front row. Ben Hunt at nine. Uh, I'm going to got Kurt Capewell. I almost would class him as an incumbent here in the left back row for Queensland. He can shift into centre if there's injury. I love having him there in the back row. Uh, and he does some crazy things for you as well. He's also got a bit of a short kicking game on him as well, which could come in handy. Uh, Felice Calfusi did well last year. Going to do well this year as well for this Queensland team. I've got him starting as well. You know, he's awesome and he runs great lines and you know what you're going to get out of Felice Golfusi and with this, you know, big hit game plan that he's got at the moment and the big hits that we've seen. Obviously, the one on Matt Moylan last week was awesome, um, but that is going to be awesome to see in the origin level as well and I'd love to see it. Uh, In terms of the 13, I've got Patrick Carrigan. I think he starts. I think he plays big minutes as well, probably around the 60-minute mark. And he's a leader in this team as well. Fuck, you got some leaders in the forward pack. Paddy Carrigan, Christian Welsh. The captain will most likely be Daly Cherry Evans, but I've got Welsh there. I've also got uh, Paddy Carrigan as vice captains. I'd have them barking orders around the troops as well. Uh, and he's my 13 there, Paddy Carrigan. In terms of this bench, yes, already gave away that Harry Grant is going to be there in the 14. I've got Dave Fafita as well. The fact that he can come on in the middle or in an edge is something that I find very attractive when picking a Queensland team uh, or picking an Origin team, I should say. I'm not really attracted to picking a Queensland team because yuck. Um, but... Yeah, Dave Fafita, when you're picking a side and you get to have the luxury of having him off the bench, he can play in the middle, he can play on an edge. Um, I'd love that. I love that about Dave Fafita, and I think that he's going to do a fantastic job uh, coming off the bench in this team. And, you know, with his, with his form at the moment, I just have to have him there. I think that, you know, people were discussing, yeah, he's not good enough for Origin this year, earlier on in the year. But over the past few weeks, he's proved to us that he is, and I think he's played very, very good football, and he's and his short balls and his ball playing and his kicking game. Fuck, I just love Dave Fafita. I love everything about Dave Fafita, uh, and I think that he's going to be in this team. Tino coming off the bench as well, and the reason I'm doing this is because you have a sort you sort of have a Gold Coast Titans one-two punch in the sense that you can put Dave Fafita on an edge, you can put Tino in the front row. And have them as a bit of a combination there too through the middle. I love that uh, with Dave Fafita and uh, Tino Fasulamala-Aoi. So I'd have them both on the bench. And I think it's a very strong impact-filled bench there as well. Uh, And it's one that is going to be very hard to handle, especially if Dave Fafita comes into a middle role. That is going to be absolutely hectic for the New South Wales Blues to have to deal with. Um, And I've, yeah, as I said, I've got Dave Fafita. I've got Tino Fasulamala-Aoi. I've got Harry Grant. And now this one was a toss-up because I felt guilty if I would leave Reuben Cotter out, particularly with the form that he's been in this year. So I had to chuck Reuben Cotter in there. But there's a real smoky that no one's thinking about, and I posted it on the page yesterday, and that is Corey Horsburgh, the big red. I think that he's going to be in this squad somewhere. He is fucking unbelievable. His form has been sensational. He is the smoky. I've got him there in the 18 jersey. Uh, and obviously, he didn't mention it before for New South Wales, but my number 18 would be Jerome Luai. Again, felt bad not putting him in the number six jersey or not putting him in this team. If I'm picking a number 18, uh, to know to cover for injury, it's Jerome Luai. He can play nine. He can play in the halves. He can also probably play at center if you're pushing it a little bit. Um, but, you know, he can cover a few positions there. So Jerome Luai, 
Uh, he's my 18th man. Corey Horsburgh, he'd be my 18th man for Queensland. You have a dominant forward-built squad. Uh, you know, having Corey Horsburgh there if a forward goes down is awesome. He can play 13, 12, 11, 10, and 8. He can play anywhere in the forwards, which is great. Uh, and I love that about Corey Horsburgh. I love Corey Horsburgh. Fuck, he's awesome. Um, yeah, and he's been great over the past few weeks as well. So the Queensland team is Reese Walsh at fullback, Selwyn Cobbo, and Murray Taulagi on the wings, Valentine Holmes and Dane Gagai in the centres. I have got Cameron Munster and Daly Terry Evans in the halves, Christian Walsh and Lindsay Collins in the front row, Ben Hunt at nine, Kurt Capewell and Felice Galfusi in the back row, Paddy Carrigan at 13, Harry Grant, Dave Fafita, Tino Fasulamala Aoi and Ruben Cotter on the bench, Corey Horsburgh is my 18th man, and my 18th man for the New South Wales Blues is Jerome Luai. Plenty of guys that are unlucky to make it in terms of guys that could make it for Queensland. We sort of talked about the guys that could make it for New South Wales, uh, guys that may miss out for the Queensland Maroons. Obviously, the main one would be Raid Marnie. I mean, fuck, he's an unbelievable player in that number nine jersey and would create havoc um, for this uh, against this New South Wales side uh, for the Queensland Maroons. I think that he's a guy that someone really that these guys really do need to think about. Uh, you know, going back to New South Wales, one of the guys that was a shout for New South Wales I saw on the Daily Telegraph was actually Matt Lodge, and I don't mind it. He's a bit of a mongrel. He brings mongrel around him, and particularly in a team that's lacking a bit of mongrel in their forward pack, you know, he'd be great coming off the bench and just going ballistic for like twenty minutes. Uh, but then again, you've got big-minute players like Angus Crichton, Dalfinukin on the bench, and you've also got big-minute forwards like Payne Haas and Junior Paolo. So you don't really need him. But then again, it's also another reason to have him there as well because you can get that 20 minutes out of him. But anyway, in terms of Queensland, Corey Horsburgh, big red. I think he's definitely a shout for this Queensland team. Uh, he's definitely you know, one of the guys I think I'd have in this squad. Um but yeah, look, I mean, it's a very two strong squads and I hate to admit it, but the Queensland squad is looking pretty fucking dangerous, especially with this forward pack and the mobility of the forward pack. But I back New South Wales as well at the same time. Big minute forwards, Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines at six is going to be sexy. Um, you know, I really do back this side and it just really depends on who plays the right wing, Joseph Sawali. Or Joshua Carr. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, look, I think those are the most likely squads to be named. Could be totally wrong. Uh, Freddie is known to pull tricks out of the hat. And we've only had Billy Slater for one year. So we don't really know what his tactics are. Uh, but we could see a totally different Queensland team to what we did last year. If he's going for a success story, he's probably going to pick a similar side to what he picked last year. Um, You know, a lot of Raiders fans would be yelping at me about Josh Papali'i not being in there. I think the forward pack is so stacked that you just can't. I think that you've got Tino, Ruben Cotter, Dave Fafida, Paddy Carrigan, Felice Galfusi, Kirk Capewell, Insty Collins, and Christian Welsh. The next guy up is Corey Horsburgh. After that, I'd probably have Josh Papali'i. That's how stacked uh, this forward pack is. So, uh, yeah, it's very hard to put him in that side. And to be honest, either way, unless I had to, I probably wouldn't have him there. And that's no disrespect to Josh Papaliti. He's a fantastic forward. But last year, he wasn't really the standout. Uh, And also, obviously, in terms of the... Canberra forward pack at the moment. In terms of the front rowers starting at the moment, I think that Joseph Tarpanay has definitely got the leg up over uh, Josh Papali'i. So I think, yeah, it was very hard to put Josh Papali'i in this side, but you look at the forward pack and I, as a Queensland fan, not, not being a Queensland fan, but from a perspective of a Queensland fan, you know, you wouldn't be too 
Um, you wouldn't be too sort of pissed about not having Josh Papali'i in there with the forward pack that you do have. Look, as for New South Wales, this bench is so unpredictable, but I've tried to predict it, and there it is. Burton, Hudson Young, Dalfinuk, and Angus Crichton. Uh, can't wait to see what the sides end up being, but you've just heard me waffle for about 35 minutes, so I'll shut the fuck up now. Wait.